Hello everybody, this is uh, Kevin at Podcast For Me. A podcast for me as well as a podcast for you. I'm your host, Kevin. It's been a while since I did a podcast. Uh, my son's birthday and a bunch of other things I had to do every week. Uh, we're trying to get one out. It's, just, it's hard to get time. Uh, I haven't given up the podcast yet. So I'm doing most of this shit in my car. So I recorded several little podcasts in my car. And I'll clip them together to create a full podcast. This is more of the intro to that said podcast. If this is your first time listening to it, go back to the other ones. That's the normal format. Uh, usually I'll do some news and then I'll like rant off the news basically. Read little news segments and rant about it like, you know, shoes, they're on sale. I'm like, what the fuck, shoes? Ah! Or some shit like that. Well, more riveting than just shoes. Then I'll... Um, riff about little ideas that I had you know like uh, like, hey how come you can floss before you brush or you can brush before you floss things like that little thoughts I come up and I write little notes put them in my little pocket and uh, riff about it later and then I end with a glorious speech about bettering yourself <laughs> well this time around I don't have much in the way of news uh, it's uh, June 13th 2019 some of his podcast was recorded uh, before that. Uh, in the news, you still got your Trump nonsense, it seems like, every day. But, uh, let's see, other kind of news is, uh, news is, can you pluralize news? I don't know. I can't really think of anything much. Uh, it's pretty much the same old shit, but it's like the final hurrah. There's this guy, uh, Jesse Smollett. He, uh... He faked his own, uh, well, allegedly faked his own uh, beatdown in Chicago, blaming it on white people who wore MAGA hats. You had to just link it in there. He paid these two guys checks. They got evidence of that. But for some reason, everything got dropped. And then it was a thing in which, you know, know, I'm I'm innocent still, and I fought back. This shit... This shit did happen to me. We'll find those guys. They found the guys, but they were black Nigerian guys. That just so happened to be in the area in which the attack happened. And two people attacked him. Whatever. I mean... I mean, all the evidence points to, you know, fuckery. You know, the guy faking his shit. A lot of people... They they just don't quite understand uh, the ramifications of what he did. They're like... At first... At first, before they even knew, I remember when I first heard the story, I heard people saying, man, I can't believe this happened. Why would they do that? I'm like, that sounds like the fakest thing ever. Uh, A gay man in Chicago, gay black dude in Chicago, a gay black Jew in Chicago, getting beat up by two white guys with MAGA hats, you know, in in the darkest, you know, like not the darkest, but the the blackest part of Chicago, you know, in, in the gay happy area. I, it's just like a, a gay dude getting attacked by an anti-gay dude in San Francisco. I mean, that's just unheard of. So when I heard that this happened in Chicago, I was like, that sounds like a bullshit story. MAGA, too. They're just so happy. It sounded like a parody of something you might hear on TV, you know? Like, you know, a police guy shot a black guy and he was wearing a MAGA hat while I was doing it, you know? And, and then he threw two guns to the side. You know, like... Although some of these things happen all together at once, it's just too much. So to hear the story, I was just like, that sounds like some bullshit. And people couldn't believe, like, uh, couldn't believe me. They were like, you know what? 
that's that's crazy. That shit happened. You're insensitive. And blah blah blah. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right. And then fast forward to now, you know, he pays these two Nigerian guys he worked with, or he allegedly did, with a check. They have the check. They have a letter that he wrote to himself, but he said that someone gave him that letter about some racist bullshit. You know, leading up to the events. I mean, just all the evidence point to it. Now people are kind of divided. Like, right? why would he do that? You know, now they kind of believe that he faked his own fucking beat down. But people were like, why did he do that? Why would he do that? It's so stupid. Look, did you not forget before when you thought it was real? You sympathized for this guy. He was starting. He started going on TV and and getting interviewed and arguing and saying, oh, I fought back. You know, he did this shit for publicity and he was getting it. He was winning. He was getting all the accolades of a victim in 2019. Because that's the thing now is to try to become the victim. Who can become the most powerful victim, you know? And that power is how much of a minority you can be. You know, you black, you, uh, you, you're a Jew, you, uh, you're gay, you know? And, you know, fucking... And if, if Jesse Smollett could be a female, he would try to be that too, you know? He was just trying to, you know... Victim Olympics, you know, try to be the most victim of victims, you know, and that, that, like, our society rewards this now, and, uh, over, overtly so, it seems to be if you're a victim of some sort, uh, we, we forget all the facts, we blow everything out of proportion, there's a guy who fucking got a bad date, and then later on she regrets it and says, and puts it out on the news, and everyone shunned this dude, she destroyed this guy, and there was this one lady, she got with this one guy, and um, because he broke up with her, she puts out on this, um, she puts out on her, uh, like a message out there that he was a bad dude and he did bad things. And nobody wanted to hear his side. They quickly fired him. And that was just the way it was, you know, because her victim power was like at the highest. And then now things are starting to turn around. People are starting to realize this whole victim thing, you know, maybe, maybe you shouldn't just go overtly crazy when a, when a person says, oh, I was attacked. Oh, yeah, let's kill all the people involved, you know? <laughs> but what about evidence? Ah, we don't need that. We need to overreact, you know? Rather having a measured reaction, you know? I get it, though, man. If someone gets beat up, let's start some shit. But first, let's, like, verify if it's true a little, just a little. I mean, just, I don't know. Not everyone is born with common sense, you know, like, a black guy getting attacked in Chicago, a gay dude getting attacked in San Francisco. You know, I don't know. I'm just saying. And, um, the fuck? And then, uh, yeah, you got this whole Jesse Smollett and people can't comprehend why, why he was that. There, the, the fact of the matter is motherfucker would have got away if he was just smarter about it. Like pay Nigerian guys with cash. Um, Make sure that when you're paying people, they're not there. I don't know. Like, they're out of town. Something like that. So they can't get picked up. <laughs> I mean, shit. Yeah. In fact, I don't know. Maybe not have two guys attack you. Just do the attacking yourself. And then, I don't know. There's so many ways he could have done that. But he did that so wrong in such a stupid way. And, like, people won't look into it too much. It's just that there was too many little facts that were just... Dude, if you went to Kansas and did this shit, no problem. Totally believable. Not like I'm saying every race is there, but, I mean, it's not. 
like Chicago. If you if I had to guess, some black guys getting fucking beat up, it'd be Alabama over fucking Chicago. You know, I don't know. Yeah, so, I mean, when people start to question why did Jesse Smollett did it, oh, he did it and he was right in the way he did that in the sense that, I mean, he got publicity and he was getting accolades. lights. You know, his part, his part in his show would have been bigger. It's so profound of what he did that people still kind of believe him. Like the, uh, the guy in the show, Empire, just recently put out, you know, I was embarrassed that this happened. Da 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 da. I still believe him. Ha! It's like he did something so tremendous in a way where it's obviously him, but because you know, there's that one percent chance that it might have been some parallel reality where you know, gay dude, gay black dudes are getting attacked in Chicago all the time for MAGA hat wearing guys. Like how the fuck you smuggle that shit? People wearing MAGA hats get attacked all the time. I mean, that's the thing. You know. I don't know. Fucking, that's crazy shit. But um, it has split people into two in this. Not that this situation, but our our uh, our society has split into two. It's kind of weird. And I, I talk about this later on in my uh, other podcasts or, or um, clips in, in in this today's podcast, in which um, that you when you get one side polarized, the other side combats that to become even more radical you know you know you get the right saying i like cheetos and then the left they'll say i like two bag of cheetos and then the right has to get even more radical. i like cheetos and killing people <laughs> or something like that it just has to grow you know i i give better examples later on i just don't want to reuse examples you know but um okay so here's a good thing of what What's crazy? It's like people have created intellectual jujitsu here. Uh, it's Keanu Reeves has now been seen in pictures with females where he doesn't touch them, where his hands are just out and he's kind of lightly, you know, like putting his hands around them, but he's not even touching them. And somebody pointed that out, and you have two opposing sides, which is crazy. This is fucking crazy. The right turned it into a thing in which. That's the that's because of hashtag me too. He doesn't want to be seen with the picture, and um, he doesn't want to be seen later on in a picture of him touching a girl, and then gr- said girl uh, does uh, you know does the thing where she goes, oh he sexually assaulted me because that's happened. That has happened to intellectuals and and other dudes, and I mean that does happen, but I mean. To, to, to say that he's doing that in flux of that, that's one thing. That could just be his thing, you know? You know, Jerry Seinfeld doesn't hug people. This one girl tried to hug him, and he, he didn't hug him. That, didn't, that wasn't hashtag me too. That's the thing he doesn't do. He doesn't hug strange people that you don't know. Not strange people, but people he don't know. Uh, but that that's his thing. Maybe that's Keanu Reeves' thing. Maybe he developed that, you know? Not because of hashtag me too, just because. But, I mean, whatever. And then I've seen people t- do this mental jiu-jitsu where they're just like, well, because of Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he, he touched this one girl, and she said it's all, and because of this, and because of that. And, I mean, all because shit's happening doesn't mean that's why Keanu Reeves is doing that shit. 
You know, and then um, I, I, I just don't understand that. That's how the right sees it. The left, they took it to the next level. Like, oh man, Keanu Reeves is such a good guy. He doesn't touch girls. It's because he doesn't want to affect their personal bubble or whatever the fuck. I don't even think it's that. It, he's not trying to touch him, not touch him because he's trying to hit their bubble, to protect their bubble space and shit like that. You read it. Because of what the right said, it's become radicalized on the other side or vice versa. I don't know what happened, the chicken or the egg. Because it's just ridiculous to say, yeah. He's doing it because he's respecting women everywhere. I'm like, what the fuck? So if you're taking a picture with somebody and by you touching them, that's disrespect. And by not touching them, it's respect. I get it, dude. If you're touching their tits or some shit, yeah, that's that's disrespect. Yeah. But if you're holding like the back or the arm or something like that as they're holding you, I'm what the fuck? You know, <laughs> that's a thing. That's normal shit. That's normal picture taking. And to turn it into a fucking thing where... Ah, uh, it's sexual assault. I, I I get it, though. I mean... But, oh, man, what that does is it validates the other fucking things that were bullshit. So, Neil deGrasse Tyson, fa- famous astrophysicist in our time, he takes a picture with this one girl where he's holding her arm in, in the picture. Totally nothing in... Nothing, nothing to say. Nothing... To, Nothing about it, right? That's back when he was just an astro- astrophysicist. Not real famous, because, like, let's be real. Astrophysicist. <laughs> you know, like, like, the fuck? Like, that's a famous thing. So he grabs her arm, whatever. Takes a picture. Fast forward to years later when he becomes famous. Ah, oh, shit, it was sexual assault. See, I got a picture. And, you know, I mean, it, you know... <laughs> And Neil deGrasse Tyson goes, okay, fuck this, dude. I, I am not that guy. And then, so he lets the, the courts do their thing, cops do their thing. They find out, oh, there was nothing in it. I mean, you waited four years to fucking start some shit, you know? Now he's famous. Now you get to start some shit because you suck as a human being. You know, because that's the thing. She did the victim mentality thing where, you know, I was victimized even though she wasn't. And, and, and this whole Keanu Reeves things, the left does this so that they can, like, I don't know. Pro- See, the right tries to attack victims and the left tries to promote victims. Uh, the reason you're like this is because, you know, you've been oppressed, you know, or the reason this is happening is because of oppression or whatever. So you got, you got all this shit happening because of these, re- these people doing these things. And it's weird, too, because the opposite of that, if you're not promoting the victim, what's the opposite? Attacking the victim. Because I've seen people do that, too, on the right. You know, they just... At first, they were just trying to counter the left, but now they, they are, like, intensely attacking them, which is suck. It's just... They're just giving rise to the opposite end, and they don't see it themselves. At first, it all started out with the left getting crazy. That's how I saw it. Left was just getting crazy, you know. They were just like saying, you know, pro-abortion is good, you know. And yeah, definitely, if the baby's born, definitely kill that thing. (laughs) But then it turns into a thing where the right has to like counter that shit. Oh yeah, you can't can't have abortion, that's bullshit. Babies have lives, so do cells, you know. Like they they live too, especially when they're in mitosis or whatever the fuck. I mean, (laughs) that's just ridiculous too, you know. You got you got the left there with their guns. They're like fucking. Let's have gun. Let's not have guns anymore because school shootings, and then uh, like no guns at all. Like 
Grandma June. I, I say this later on, but Grandma June can't have a gun to protect herself because some kid illegally got a gun and shot some people. You know, illegally. You know, <laughs> not the legally person, the illegal person. But whatever. And then the right, their response is not only do we have to have guns, we should have teachers that have guns. In fact, we should. The students should have. Everyone should have guns. Guns, guns, guns. And that's just like the craziest fucking thing, you know? Rather than just saying, you know, yeah, maybe we should, like, restrict some guns. And maybe we should have a conversation about people having guns at the same time. I mean, you can have one thought and another thought, you know, together. That's what compromise is, you know? But because we've become so radicalized, it's, a, it's all or nothing. No conversation in between. Which doesn't work in a society. My way or the highway doesn't really work compromise works that's how you move forward because eventually if you keep compromising you'll eventually get somewhere different you know and, the, and back to the counterese man how radicalized the, the right and left has become rather than just seeing a picture for what it is you just had to go this direction this is a, this is this is a destroying the thinking ability of people another thing okay so for instance Justin Bieber right you got your Twitter and in Twitter, Justin Bieber puts out, I'm calling Tom Cruise out for a fight. I'm going to fuck him up. And if he doesn't want to accept, he's a coward. Literally, Justin Bieber is fucking just, you know, joking. I saw that as a joke. Um, uh, that guy doesn't really want to fight Tom Cruise. He'd probably get his ass kicked, but fighting Tom Cruise isn't a isn't a thing. I mean, and, and randomly, too. Because it was random. It was a joke. It was an attempt at a joke. A lot of people didn't get that. They were like, why the fuck? What's wrong with Justin Bieber? He must be crazy. Or, oh, because he says that shit on Twitter doesn't make it true. When you say things on Twitter, it doesn't literally mean it's true. You have to understand context. And there's just no real context to it. I mean, because he just comes out of nowhere and says that shit. That, that Twitter is confused. But, I mean, I saw that as a joke. He couldn't really be fucking wanting to call out Tom Cruise. I instantly dismissed it as a joke. But, no, people had to turn it into a thing. And everyone's all like, oh, this is fine. But at least, like, um, people separated from the media fucking kind of get it. Like, for instance, Conor McGregor, he uses the media to his advantage, you know? And he understood context. He's like, yeah, if that's the case, then I want to fight Marky Mark, or not Mark, Wal Mark Wahlberg back when he was Marky Mark. Meaning, go back in time and fight a fucking guy from back in the day. Not like the actual Mark, uh, Mark Wahlberg, but the Mark Wahlberg back in the day. You know, you know, I beat his ass. That's what he says. And people took that as he wants to fight Mark Wahlberg. And that, no. Read what the fuck he says. He said he wanted to fight him back in the day. Back in time. Which is an impossibility as of now. You know, I mean, and people don't get that. There's a lot of that going around nowadays where people's ability to think have disappeared. You see some fucking guy get beat up in Chicago, automatically believe him. Then when you find out that he's just doing that, he's getting all this press, getting all these roles all of a sudden. And then when they find out that he was lying, all that shit drops. People are like, oh, I can't believe he lied. Bitch, I can't believe why no more people aren't doing it. Now that you have Jesse Smollett, who knows what else people might do? I don't know if they're like more scared to do it, man. But if you had, if you, if you, if you went into it hundred percent, and you knew how to like get away with it, you fucking win. Because as a victim, shit. 
Yeah, all the fucking the the, the uh, accolades and shit like that. I wonder where that comes from. Is that just normal society? Like we just have it too easy, and then we just kind of oh, turn it into a thing where we have to look for problems and then magnify them. Because back in the day, we were used to fighting tigers and bears and shit, just dying. You get a cut, you die. You know, looking for water, simple things like that. And we just be dying in droves. Now we have water when we want it. We get scratches, bug bites. Nothing really happens to us. So here we are, millions of years of genetics trying to find problems and uh, fucking overreact because that's what kept us alive. Now we in a society where there's not that many problems as there were before, we still have that genetic engineering of the engine of finding problems and solving them you know to an extreme so when we see something like a Jussie Smollett getting attacked we have to overreact or a, a Nari Aziz is, is fucking girls blowing him in a car and shit then it turns out oh yeah he was too aggressive bitch you fucking sucking his dick uh, there's nothing more aggressive than that <laughs> I mean, shit. <laughs> right, right. And like to act to suck a dick. Like, it's not like a thing in which it's not like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna emotionally do this. Or, I mean, if you're doing it right, you're a savage. I mean, shit, that's how it is. I like to believe when you're eating pussy, you know, it's a thing in which, you know, it's a light thing, you know, like a, no, not like, the, like it's an aggressive thing. But reality, it's really like you got to be like kind of slow, work your way up, you know. Other than like sucking dick, I'm pretty fucking confident. If you're savage on that thing, the better, you know. I'm, I'm just saying. So I, like I said, it's nothing more aggressive than so fucking chick sucking your dick in a car. I mean, there's so many levels to this. I mean, one, you're sucking dick. I mean, that's not like a thing that's like, I don't know. That's not genetics. That's not, that, that's great. It's a great thing and everything, but you, you're just you're out of the norm kind of thing. I mean, I guess it's normal now, but I mean, like, that is pretty aggressive, I think. And then you're doing it in a car. I mean, this guy fucking, I don't know, turns wrong, shit goes wrong, you die, you know, and you die in a weird position. I mean, that, there's nothing more aggressive than fucking, you know, not attempted manslaughter. I don't know. <laughs> shit. And then to say, oh, yeah, this guy was aggressive. You know, he was trying to, he was trying to have sex with me, you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. All right. And then that turns into a thing where people shit on him. You know, the same guy who everyone's all like, ah, he's great. He's a great guy. Best dude ever. You know, Obama loves him. You know, that kind of bullshit. And then, you know, oh, you know, brown power. And, you know, he does this for the races. And it was all good. It was all fucking good. His minority power was strong, but then uh, uh, the the most powerful minority women they came out of nowhere like ah bitch <laughs> you you're aggressive you know and there you have it you know my power wins and it's getting weird too with this whole and the problem with victim Olympics is it becomes a thing in which uh, they kind of cancel each other out you know Muslims versus lesbians you know I mean like I don't know why that's not a bigger thing. Because if you're Muslim, big deal, you know? You could get away with anything, you know? How dare you? You're, you're fucking racist. You're shitting on the Quran or whatever, you know? You can't draw Muhammad. Uh. And then you got, um, what is it called? Then you got lesbians and, you know, those two religions are not compatible. Or not religions, lesbians. But those two things aren't compatible. So, in one time they were doing the thing where 
they were protesting. And cops didn't know what to do. If you if you get the lesbians, well, you're anti-gay. If you get the Muslims, you're anti. You're Islamophobic. So what the fuck do you do? <laughs> That's a sticky situation. And like transphobic, transphobic, tra- transgender people. I don't know why they're not arguing with feminists. They should really. I think that's growing. My wife's a feminist, and she's anti. Well, not anti-transphobe, but like she just she just thinks it's a dude trying to take power. Which I mean, I mean, fuck, man. Although I don't think she's right. I mean, it is a thing. Women do kind of have power. So as a guy taking that, you get that power back. I don't know. That's weird. Alright, well, I'm going to turn this off and switch on to the other podcast. I'm going to clip these things together. More car thoughts with thoughting in cars and cars and thinking. I wanted to get my thoughts out there. I've been pretty self-contained, you know, running my thoughts in my own head. And um, I just wanted to get my thoughts out there. So, my dude thought today and my car thoughts. My thoughts in the car and my thinking is the reality of things what is what does that all mean i believe not 100 percent mostly percent of a lot maybe 99.9998 percent i think people create realities for themselves now i once i once uh, likened it to stories and that's that's a thing too Story, reality, these are all just words to use to illustrate what we're thinking, you know. You know, there it is in your mind, materializing, and then it gets regurgitated out of you in the form of words. Maybe art, maybe written word, something like that. And I thought to myself, people create their own realities. Meaning, you go to work and then you come home and then you, you like clean do whatever hang out with the kid kid goes to sleep try to watch some TV repeat go to sleep work that kind of shit and then that's it that's the reality of you you know that's that's the who you are you're a person who just works and tries to do the best that you can that's just a reality that you can call upon. Then there's other realities like, well, you're a shitty worker or a shitty family guy or something like that. And that's not a reality you hold for yourself. You know, as, a, as an individual, you think to yourself, well, I am not that person. I'm this, I'm that, you know. But then other people call you out. Because in their, in their, in their reality, you're this person. This is who you are. You go to work and you see this other guy and he all he does work and uh, shoots the shit about anything really gossip say gossip there you go say that person that's what that person does and then you think to yourself that's what that person is the reality of that person from my point of view is that that person goes to work and talks shit or gossip or whatever right and that's who they are nothing more nothing less and then, you know, there's realities that your kid have. You know, this person knows everything when they don't. You know if they say they don't? They still believe you know everything. And that's the reality that the kid has for you. So everyone has their own kind of reality. So in the end, what is reality, you know? You could say that the reality is what, what you 
think it is you know your your circle of influence you could think uh yeah i'm i'm this person i'm that person you could think you could think all the thoughts that you can but is that your reality because if other people have created their own realities for you you're this person you're that person you know oh this person's a republican or oh this person's a democrat that's who they are they're obviously pro choice or they're obviously pro abortion right that's the same thing pro pro life or they're all about guns, they're all about no guns. You know, that person. That's the reality that you've chosen for that person. Now here you got a person who thinks, yeah, I'm, I'm a hard worker, I'm a Democrat, this is what I do. And then the other person thinks you're just a, a, a bleeding libtard or a, uh, uh, what, what's a good derogatory? Like, you're not about guns or some shit like that. You can very well be for guns. But, you know that person just thinks that's who you are so I mean like reality is subjective and you'd like to think that you know who you are but you don't because other people have their own realities so who's more right is it the people around you or is it you because you know you better you would think you know you better than other people but that could be wrong too because you could be a sociopath you could be a psychopath you could be any kind of these path path words you know you have gender dysphoria. I mean, you can have all sorts of ways of thinking who you are with, and have some kind of a, a thing that we've we categorized, we've labeled. You know, this is, this is what you are. You're depressed. You're a happy person. You're a mad person. You're a sociopath, that kind of thing. We came up with words to identify you. So it's just easier to identify the reality of you. And am I the guy with the answers? Fuck no. I'm the guy with the questions, I'll tell you that. I got lots of questions. And I think that that's the best thing you could do is question. And have an open mind. Problem is, it doesn't matter if you have an open mind or if you question reality. It, the reality is, other people will dictate the reality for you. And whatever reality you have inside your head is wrong. It just is. I mean, until the day you die, only you, when you die, will know who you are. You know, maybe not. Maybe maybe there's nothing. But at the end of it, you can look back on it and say, oh, this is who I am. But then again, is it true? You can think of yourself a good person, but because you hit this one guy at this one time, that guy thinks you're a piece of shit. Or you did some kind of a drug and your wife is like, oh, man, you're a junkie. You know, so at the end of it, when you die... It will be the people around you who create the reality of you. And if you die and there's nothing after death, then that is the reality. No matter what it was, or who you are, or what you did, that is the reality of you. There's God, you know, or, or simulation, or whatever whatever kind of belief you have, that's, uh, that's to be determined, you know. You don't know what it is, you know. I always thought of... Um, at the end of it, you always get to look back at your life and see the story of you. And what story do you want to have been read out loud? And that's the best way you can live, right? But the reality is, it's the people around you who dictate who you were. And even if you did the best job that you could, and you were the best person on earth, people can skew their own realities. They can skew their own realities for themselves. They can skew the realities for them for others. They can do that. You know, and you could do it for yourself. You know, I mean, it's all like a, a mess, you know. Reality is really just a mess of chaos. 
you know, what is real? What is true? You know, these are thoughts that I wrestle with every day. You know, I always thought, yeah, man, this is it, man. I know me, you know, when, uh, when, when the hydraulic plant fucking went down and, you know, the ship started dipping down and I'm like, hmm, I better shut this thing off. And the other guy decides to run, you know, I mean, I, I thought, yeah, I know who I am. I'm the guy who runs towards danger. But what does that matter if everyone around you points to, well, this guy, he did this was one time and he was a coward or a junkie or, or whatever. So what, what is, the, what is the truth? You know, you know, easy philosophers, I say, go somewhere in the middle. You know, there's some truth to everything. In reality, that's, that's the truth of it all, right? All things lead to a middle ground of some sorts. You know, some truths here, some lies here, and then everything in between. That's, I think, called easy philosophy, an easy way out. It's a bit of a cop-out, right? But that's the truth. You know, I think people are complicated, you know? And then when you start when you start narrowing people down and calling them a certain thing, like you're a Democrat or you're a junkie or you're a Republican or you're gay or something like that, which which I don't even think that's an identity unto itself. Like saying what sexuality you you are, that's not really an identity until you make it an identity. You know, like you surround your whole life about what you fuck. You know, I, I don't think that's healthy to be like. I like having sex with uh, girls, but I'm not gonna be like that's my identity. I'm gonna get oils and you know Seinfeld made a joke about that. You know, I'm not orgy guy. I can't have. I can't be guy who gets it on with two girls. I can get oils, and necklaces, and listen to music, and <laughs> not that that was funny, but I mean, there's truth to that. You know what he says there. You know that the identity of me is like I am straight, but that is not the who I am. Like, oh yeah, I'm all about girls and hedonistic ways and doing that. That's not my life, you know. And and if you're gay and you keep doing that, I think that's that shouldn't. That's not a healthy thing to do. I mean, it's empowering because, you know, at one time there was shame and so therefore you push something, you know, I guess, I guess you could do that being straight, but that doesn't matter because everyone's reality is, you know, that's been preached for all time. Yeah. That's it. There's a lot of uh, things in this world and in between in which you dictate the reality, you, you, the person, the individual. And then there's not, not, let's not forget groups, you know, groups of people, you know, weak-minded with some strong-minded individuals glop together to create a group reality. Oh, yeah, this guy is obviously a bad president or this guy is obviously a good president, something like that. Or you can all agree that Priuses are slow. That's a thing, you know, that's a reality, you know, that we all just kind of agree that they're fucking slow. But are they? I don't really know. It's just something we say. A lot of things, you know. You don't really think about the things that you don't think about until they're presented to you. And I ask you this: What is reality? You know, is it the what? <laughs> I, I think I'm repeating myself here. You know, like is it what I think re- the world is, or is it what others think? And then you could cop out and say, "Nah, it's in between." But does it matter when you're dead? Hard to tell. As it stands, science shows that it doesn't matter. You just die and convert into energy. You know, soil, whatever the fuck. Whatever, whatever means of death that you choose and how they bury you or burn you or whatever they do. You just convert the energy into something else, you know. 
And maybe you recoalesce <clears throat> down the line, atom for atom, you know, in a world of infinite possibilities and infinite, you know, planets almost, you know, because the universe is expanding to, to an extent where there's a copy of you everywhere, you know, because there's that many planets, you know, and that many stars, and it's constantly expanding, supposedly. Maybe you recoalesce somewhere else, or maybe not. Maybe that's it. Just like when you turn off a computer. That's a possibility too. So what is what is the reality of you at the end of it? It's probably, you know, more likely what other people dictate. Even if, and this, the sad thing of it is, no matter what you did, <coughs> or how good you were, it does not matter. Or how bad you were, it does not matter. Because it's what other people think at the end. If there is nothing at death, that's that's what's true. A thousand years from now, you are nothing. You didn't even exist. Depending, I mean, I'm doing a podcast. Do I even exist? You know, like, will my podcast continue to grow? Will it go to the future? A thousand years from now, will, will people be listening to this? I doubt it. I mean, who are you listening to a thousand years ago other than, like, famous people? But Bob, who was, like, a a guy who was a blacksmith, you know, back in the day. That guy doesn't exist. No one remembers Bob. So the reality is you never existed at all. Ha! That's a bit of a trip. These are things I'm just mumbling around in my head that I wanted to say out loud. The reality is... You don't really exist. Right? Because at the end of it, the only people who remember you, who create the reality of you, will die too. So on and so forth. I don't know who my grandpa is. So the reality of that guy is he doesn't exist. To me. There's probably other people that probably remember him. And then that guy will die. And then I'll die. No one will remember that grandpa. So he didn't exist. I don't know if time is an illusion. That's a what a, what a segue. It's pretty real to me. I mean, I age, I die, and then hundreds of years later, I cease to exist. Unless I do something, something big. But not everyone can do that, though. So the reality is, I mean, statistically, I, I'm just going to just die and just not exist as all people you know not all most but you know you got people right now that create digital forms of stuff however long we keep digital stuff going you know who made the pyramids they don't exist they probably thought they made a pretty awesome thing and lasted for about maybe 100 200 years remember Numa Numa he built that pyramid now he doesn't exist. It's as if he was dust in the wind. All we are is dust in the wind. <laughs> it's a pretty trippy thing, right? Should that should that change the who you are now? Not really. It just gives you foresight, you know, when you when you have that argument with your wife or something to the effect of um, is Trump president or not? In the end, it doesn't really matter. That's a bit nihilistic, right? You know, you just, nothing you could do could change anything. But, th- I mean, some people do, right? 
I think the best way to live a good life and create the reality you want is do better than you did yesterday. And don't don't sweat the small things, you know, like whether or not people think of you a certain way. Because you're not going to change their reality no matter what. Because they've created this reality for themselves. The story of you, as it were. This is who you are. You can do this, you can do that. doesn't matter. I don't trust you. You're still that person. Like, like Catholic Church. Like, we all know that there are some church guys doing fucking kids, you know. And that's fucked up. We know that deep down inside that. That's not in the entirety of the Catholic Church. But because it happens, it's created a reality in which we think that's what they do. But that's not true. That's not true at all. They don't all do that. They don't mostly do that. But they do do that. And it's so heinous that it becomes the reality of the church. That's anything, right? Not that many people get killed by guns in schools, obviously. But it does happen. And because it happens, we create this reality in which guns are bad. But Gram Gram Nunu, or Gram Gram Kukuku, or Gram Gram... I don't, I don't know any grandma's names, really, honestly. Grandma Linda, or whatever grandma. She can't have a shotgun. Because we've created a reality and where guns are bad. You know? And then you can shape your reality to fit that narrative. You can say, well, statistically, if she had a shotgun, she wouldn't be able to use it. How do you know? Maybe she was in Vietnam. Maybe she was shooting shotguns all her life. You don't fucking know that. But... You go with what you know and you say this old 70-year-old couldn't hold a shotgun. Most cases, the criminal will probably take it away. Now, that's not the reality of things. That's just something you said to create the narrative, the reality, that this person can't hold a gun. Just because you're anti-gun. Say you're pro-gun. You could create a reality for that too. Like, yeah, man. Graham Graham used to shoot in World War V or whatever, you know, and that's all she did. And she could protect herself. So she should have a shotgun. I mean, it's just whatever you want. That's what people do. Where's the truth in all of it? You know the answer in between. Some grandmas can't have shotguns. Some grandmas can't. Some kids get a hold of a gun. They shouldn't. They do. That's a reality. How do we solve for that? We don't. Because we're too busy arguing yes or no. Not understanding that reality is really the eye of the beholder. It just depends on what group is louder, right? No one wants to talk. They just want to judge. I don't know. Maybe this is a result of losing Christianity. You know, you had a, a good old lesson there that Christianity, you know, of all things, you can pick apart it and say, this Bible is all about killing homosexuals. You can make an argument for that. You can create that reality or you can create the reality of don't judge other people lest you be judged yourself. Meaning, if you're, if you're calling somebody out saying this is what they are, chances are someone's going to be doing that to you. So it's best not to judge people because only one person can judge a being that doesn't exist. But do they? I mean, because you imagine something and you're holding yourself accountable to some imaginary thing, 
what's different between saying it's a god versus a set of values? You can say a set of values, and that gets kind of complicated. It's easier, easier to say the perfect being. If you say the perfect being, that way you can grow forever as a person, not grow physically. If you thought that, you're stupid. I'm just saying. Maybe you're stupid. Maybe not. But reality says... I mean, you, if you if you have your Christianity, and I, I'm not I'm not I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm atheist or not. I just don't believe in Jesus myself. I used to used to be big in that, but now I'm just questioning all things in reality and things like that. And it, and it doesn't hurt to have a perfect being to aspire to 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 hold yourself accountable. Now you can do it with a set of values, and that makes it complicated, right? A set of values. I I want to do this. I want to do that. Don't want to kill anybody. What happens if someone's raping your kid? Well, shit, I mean, I guess I could kill him. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what would Jesus do? That kind of thing, you know? If you have a framework of an infinite being being infinitely good, and you're trying to work to that level, to the day you die, you could be working to being the better you. And that's not a bad thing, right? It's never bad to try to improve yourself, always. Now, improving one aspect of life is not that good, right? You can't just focus all in on one thing. That's not good. You should split your focus, right? Family and all that. That'd be something to do. I think I think that's really what life's all about, is trying to be the better you. And I, I say that at any, every podcast, be the better you than you were yesterday. But, uh, I mean, that's true, right? It's like a thing in which it's forever, you know, till you die. Sometimes you just don't want to be a better you. You just want to phone it in. That's okay too, I think. Other people might create the reality in which, no, giving up one day is giving up forever. You broke the chain. That's a, that's a train of thought. Every, every time you try to be better than you were yesterday creates a link in the chain. So you want to create the biggest chain that you can. And when you break said chain, you got to start all over. So why even try? I think that's life, though. We're all supposed to fail. That's, that's, that's what growing is. Failing and getting up. Some people just fail and call it that. Other people create the reality. Oh, you failed here. You jumped off this bandwagon here. You did this. You did that. That's the who you are. You can argue, well, I'm not like this. And then the other person can say, well, you are yelling at me and I don't like it. But you're not listening to what I'm saying. Uh, You're trying to demean me. That's what you're trying to say. But that's not what I'm saying. I mean, the reality, even in a conversation, can shift on you. You could say, hey, look, I don't like it when you treat me like this. And the other person could say, well, I don't like how you're talking to me right now. (laughs) Hey, check fucking mate. (laughs) What do you say then? Anything you say could be considered abusive. What rant am I on? I don't even know. What's reality? No, I think it's all coinciding in the same direction. I mean, reality is what other people choose. I am taking a strong stance on that. And you you could say it could be in between. I think that's a cop-out. But, you know, that was a big yawn. But that's, I mean, it's the, it's the fucking truth. The long end of it, you know, unless there is a God, 
or we're in a simulation, or there's a Allah, or whatever, you know, some supreme being, you know, maybe that supreme being is a programmer who creates this program called life, and who knows, man, but the end, I mean, it, assuming those don't exist, it, it, it is a thing in which you just, the real proof of it all, as of now, is like, when you die, you dead, and that's it, there's nothing else, and whatever other people say about you, that was who you are. You may have a podcast, but people could shape that reality too. Oh, yeah, but what he was saying was a lie. You know, everything he said for those hours was a lie because he then changed his mind here. And then another person could argue, oh, yeah, but don't you think he was evolving his point? The other person would say, no, that person's a piece of shit. (laughs) And that is the story of you. Should you care? I don't know. It's up to you. You should do what you can do. Be better be the change. That's what I say. People don't want that. They'd rather just enslave you. <laughs> and then you try to be the change and then they just want to go further into it. I think people have too much time on their hands and that's why they create these problems for themselves. But it's good to ponder about these things, right? Alright, that's it for that thought. Yo, you fucks! This is Car Thoughts with Thoughts and Cars. I'm going to have to change my whole podcast to car fucking thoughts because that's all I ever fucking do. Fuck, 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 you fuck. So, I didn't even know if I wanted to say anything because you got to you gotta feel these moments of creativity uh, and, and then push them out, you know, into words. It wasn't fully formed, so it's like a premature baby. But that's okay, right? Let me just throw some thoughts out. So I was listening to this podcast. I really should have fucking Googled this lady's name. Uh, it, it was um, one of the presidential candidates. Uh, it's around July-ish. I only try to be vague in the month. July-ish, 2019-ish. Because like, when I do spit out a podcast, it will be out of context if I say, yeah, it's this date. But it is July as of now. This podcast will be going out in July. Uh, and it's 2019. So one of the um, Democratic parties, uh, this is the thought process I wanted to go through. Uh, the One of the Democrats that are going for president 2020 is this one lady. I should have Googled her fucking name before fucking making the thought. That's why this is a premature baby kind of thing. She, uh, she, I guess she's an entrepreneur. Among, like, there's a lot of entrepreneurs nowadays that are trying to be president. And she, uh, she is into crystals and shit and, you know, spirituality and love and all that stuff is, is what she, which her, her thing is. And, um, fuck, I'm going to pause this just because this is going to burn my fucking head. All right, I checked it out. William, Will, it's Marison Williamson, that lady. I think I fucked her name up again. Whatever. She's an entrepreneur, deep into crystals and love and spirituality. And I just listened to her podcast, or not her podcast, but her talk to Dave Rubin, which I applaud that guy for holding so much uh, back because she does clash hardcore politically with Dave Rubin in in a sense. You know, Um, she's big into reparations. And what that means is. You go, well, it's one thing they kind of hammered down. It's not like that's her big 
platform, but she's like ultra Democrat. She's into this thing called reparations. What that is, is, um, so slavery happened in, you know, in America and we, we built a nation off of it, you could say. And, um, because of slavery, we should pay back people who we deem are, I guess, descendants of slaves and then uh, give them in some kind of uh, program, this, uh, like just a, just a payment plan. Which, you know what? I mean, like, that's pretty intense. Maybe instead of reparations, like, you could have reparations in the sense of, like, college degrees or something like that. But she, she likens it to giving um, a person land, like 40 acres, and a mule. Which, that's a lot of money. Like, giving one person 40 acres land and, and a mule translates to a lot of land you know depending on where it is and back in the day this was a thing that was supposed was proposed and um you know sins of the past have come back that kind of thing let me think about this chew about this so i'm half filipino and i'm a white guy you know half white my dad as all white people usually do says i'm this i'm that i'm a whatever you know they, so white people can't really particularly call themselves white you know i my my thought process is if you're white you came from america you're white you know it doesn't matter where the fuck you want to say your ancestors were you know if, if you are white you know you're white that's that's how i see it and if you're filipino you're filipino you don't see filipinos going back into some timeline into saying oh yeah i was like this i was spaniards and shit like that they'll say filipino mexicans too White people are the only ones I know that to say they're descended from a bunch of other stuff. As opposed to just saying they're white, you know. That's how I say it. I just say I'm white, Filipino, done. And I have to now pay taxes for something I didn't do. But somehow I profited from from this. I I, I just, oh, that's a tough sell, right? You got, half of me should pay maybe, you know. I don't know. I, I don't know about that, you know, like how far are we going with this, you know, a bunch of people took slaves and then that shit was done and then many, many generations later, you know, you're born. Hmm. I, paying for the sins of the past, you know, and then like we make this determination that the past only happened about 500 years ago. It's a sticky subject, right? You're like, you don't want to say that slavery was like a good thing. And you don't want to say slavery was a necessity. You don't want to say slavery isn't, I don't know. I think what is in the past is in the past. Paying for something that's in the past, many generations, I don't think is something we should do. You know, in America, we should create a system of like getting a better life yes but paying like picking a select group of people because they look a certain color and saying yeah your ancestors were this how who's to say my ancestors aren't black you know like you go you go forward in many many generations you never know you know well maybe i could maybe i could take a genetic test and maybe there's like 1% of black in me or something like that. Am I then entitled to reparations? And then does, does it become a thing in which it's a percentage thing? 
well, I'm more of a victim than you are. Meaning, I have more oppression in me than you. You know, that kind of thing. I think you get lost in the weeds when you start thinking like that. You're picking out a select group of people just so I feel like this is more of a voting thing than anything. I don't I don't I don't think that you necessarily give a shit about a group of people. I think you should instead work to make make it as uh, uh, everyone to succeed. That's what give them an opportunity, not a select group. You know, don't you want an entire group of people to succeed? Because if, if you make the argument that, oh, well, this group should succeed because they were oppressed, and that's okay. So on your logic train, that's it. But then you have people that say, we shouldn't have minimum wage because if I went to college and I make 20 bucks and your minimum wage is raised to 20 bucks, then you negate my college. So therefore, we should never, you know, give people, you know, a higher you know, raise, you know, you get, when you start arguing about whose oppression is more stronger, I guess slavery wins, right? That doesn't feel like it. I mean, I guess, I guess on paper, yes, slavery is the worst, right? So maybe America should pay for that debt. America as a group. Yeah, that's a tough sell though. Saying, see, I got lost Louis just trying to think of it in a logical way, you know, because like, it does sound good on paper, doesn't it? Meaning, yeah, slavery is bad, and slaves should be paid back, but they're long gone, and now you have the people now. Now you're just paying for an atrocity that happened many hundreds of years ago, and is that right? Should you pay for an atrocity that happened hundreds and hundreds of years ago? Huh. My gut tells me no, but I'm trying to think of it logically. Well, it was bad. I think like all things in the past, you should just learn from it, you know? Don't do slavery again. And if you do do some kind of injustice, maybe you should uh, pay pay it within your time. And if not, that sucks. <laughs> That's what I think. I don't think, I don't think a person should pay reparations. I really don't. I really think that, and she says, no, people aren't going to pay a tax. She, she alluded to like, maybe cutting expenditures but you don't know she's very vague that's how people are when they're just trying to get certain votes and demographics rather than having a plan we went to war for this amount of money we got the money uh so you're saying you cut the military i don't know you didn't really specify you just kind of vaguely talked about it <sighs> yeah that's what politicians do i think that if a politician is vaguely talking over terms, then they're just trying to get that demographic of people to vote for them. Which, that sucks, because that kind of works, doesn't it? An individual, I would hope, would see through that, but those people kind of glop together in their own mentalities. They like the narrative that they hear. And that's a sad thing, to like the narrative that you hear. Especially when you have, like, women in, uh, in their uh, wage gap and things like that. It just sounds pretty to say, and that sucks. It sounds pretty to say, yeah, women make less than men, but break that number down. Do they? You know, like, I mean, if in minimum wage, so in minimum wage, all the people making minimum wage, they're paying men more. So all the police and all the firemen and all the 
government officials who have like some kind of a socialistic way of being paid because they have pay brackets they're paying men more let's make another argument so they're promoting women more i mean men more i don't know i I like to see those numbers are they are they promoting more of a demographic than the other i don't know uh i mean like where are they getting these numbers like how many how many garbage men are there you know like they make good money. How many garbage men are, 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 are women? How much overtime are women taking? How much time is a woman who ha- who's pregnant takes time off? I mean, that those are just like the mechanics of life, you know? And, th- and if that needs to be adjusted, you know, pay women more because they get pregnant. I mean, that is a pretty intense thing, right? I mean, like, a guy can't create life. He can't just, like, birth life. I mean, he contributes, yeah. He gets that little part. And then the women is the one who who nurtures and carries and things like that. And then uh, grows the kid, you know. Creates an environment inside their own bodies to nurture this, uh, this precious thing called life. That we once at one time thought was precious. I don't, I don't think that's a narrative nowadays. Now it seems to be more about people getting theirs. And then through manipulation trying to uh, get people to vote for them in a certain way that's how I see things nowadays I mean like I I don't think this lady really gives a shit about anybody other than herself and the people around her probably like most people I think I don't think she passes by a homeless person and says you know what I gotta give this person money she probably uh, does some kind of mental jujitsu and says you know what I'm helping this homeless person by being a better politician Maybe. Or I'm hell. I mean, that's what most people do, right? They, they reason why they don't, they pass by homeless people and why they don't give them money. You know, why they don't help their own communities. And what is a community? We don't even know anymore. We don't have any kind of community at all. Half the fucking people in America don't even know their own neighbors. You know? I don't. Okay. I, I do know my neighbors. But I mean, like, as in. You know, like, do really a lot of people know their neighbors, the, the who they are? People barely know themselves. They think, oh, yeah, in a situation like survival, I will totally make it. Probably not. Or totally in this situation, if I saw a guy hitting a girl, I'm totally going to stop that. Probably not, you know? Not many people know who they are until those situations arise. And if you think you know who you are, you probably don't. Because a person who says, yeah, I know who I am. Eh, do you? Do you really? Have you been tested? Most people who have been tested in life, they know who they are. But they're still learning. Really, that's, that's really what you want to strive to be. A person who's like learning who they are and shit like that. Man, I really got lost. So she was talking about reparations. She had a real bleeding heart for a lot of people. Uh, immigration, that was a big one. This is the, really the meat of the ma- matter that I wanted to get to. Uh, she talked about, you know, how Trump's a shitbag, and I'm paraphrasing, and how he's closing borders, funneling them into certain spots, and it's making it harder for people to get into the country. And then Dave Rubin, he, I guess through frustration, he went heavy-handed and pushed her into a narrative and said, you just want open borders or democrats just want open borders you know and i don't i don't even think that's a thing i think in and he then he he backed down and said he alluded to yeah yeah i mean you guys don't say it but that's ultimately what you want 
and that there's there's some food to eat here on that some food for thought think about it you have people coming across the border and most democrats they 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 don't come all the way with their thoughts they they're like children almost because like like i just want sugar Okay, here's a candy. I just want more sugar. Okay, here's more candy. I just want more sugar. Now I got a diabetic. We didn't think about it. We didn't think too far ahead. They say, so they got these, um, this thing that's happening now that's been happening since 97. Uh, but for some reason, because it's Trump, it's the biggest fucking thing on earth. Is you got, you got immigrants um, in these attention facilities or something like that. It's like a jail. Right, so if you cross over the border illegally, not at the port of entry, but an illegal crossing, meaning through the through the fences or through the dirt where you're not supposed to go, and not a port of entry. And the reason why you have a port of entry is so that they can process you, and and you know what your reasoning for coming here, and pretty much to fish out who you are and if you're good for the country or not. You know, I mean it's it's basically a, a screening process. You need that. You kind of need that. And if people are just kind of coming across, then you have no understanding of who this person is. They could be bad, they could be good, they could be in the middle, or whatever, right? And um, say you cross illegally. So you're, you know, a group of people, a family, and you have two kids, and you crossed illegally. Like, not the port of entry, but illegally. Then you, the, the, the adult who took the kids here you committed a crime it's illegal and then you you go to a detention facility uh, 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 and then what do they have to do with the kid now the kid in 97 clinton's like hey look we can't have kids go to jail with these criminals like if you if you um if you if you do something illegal you, you could be you know punished or whatever but we, we can't necessarily have kids being punished. So they put these kids in some kind of attention facility, which is kind of like a supposed daycare or whatever the fuck, right? And, and that can that can go that can get a little bit squirrely onto itself. But that's what's going on, and people are like, oh, you're separating the parents from their kids. Oh, and it's the biggest fucking thing on earth. That's been happening for like 20 fucking years. But the worst thing ever now. And that's that's the narrative that's being painted it's like how dare you separate these kids from the family which is bad i agree i i don't like the kids with i i want when it first happened i didn't know that this has been happening for 20 years but uh i thought man you could go to my earlier podcast when i found out i was like this is fucking crazy you can't have parents separated from the uh kids but i guess that's the thing that's been happening like if i was stealing or selling drugs my my kid's not going to go into jail with me in jail, my kid's gonna go to a, like an a adoption facility or something like that, and then oh, the humanity! How dare they separate me from my kid? I think what's happening is the narrative of immigration onto itself. It's it's not so much as the story of of a family working hard, you know, going going through the desert to try to, you know, make a better life for themselves. It's more of a you, you committed an illegal crime, you know, by taking... And then you brought your kids into it, too. You crossed the desert just so that they can have a chance of a better life. But instead of going through the port of entry, you went through an illegal area, which you're not supposed to do. 
it's tough right if you paint the narrative it's a family just trying to work hard that's that's you know why why don't we then i mean why don't we help these people i don't know i think what hap needs to happen is that the the democrats and the republicans or a new form of government needs to arise where you just like process these people a little bit faster i mean how hard is it to be like oh you're a family you got some kids all right you look legit <laughs> or ah you're a gangster you stole this kid and then you're running across and what would be the harm of having an open border i don't get that like we should what we should do is hammer down the laws that we have now and make it harder for illegals uh to get you know any kind of benefits like they have to process themselves into a, a, a facility and then you know then they can get you know benefits or whatever or work a job i think that's what really we should do how do you police the borders really i mean can you build a wall huh I guess, I guess if you did build a wall, you could police the borders a little bit better so they could only go through the port of entry. So you're just trying to, like, focus on the entry points, but they can take planes, though, right? But then again, if you're taking a plane, you're still being processed at the port of entry, right? That's tough. I think you get lost in the weeds thinking about immigration. I think what needs to happen is a truthful conversation. If you're seeking asylum, that's one thing. I get that. But are all the people that are coming here illegally seeking asylum? Or are they just crossing the border illegally from Mexico? I mean, there's no real honest conversation. It, it just gets... Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing the plans within plans here. So, it is, as I'm talking about it, it's very complicated. It's a real complicated issue, you know? You have illegal immigrants, and that's a thing. And you have asylum seekers. That's a thing. And, then you, and you have um, legal immigrants. And that's a thing. And because we don't want to separate the three, we, we get caught up in this whole... It's just easier to tell the American people these people are seeking asylum and they have rights. And then just blanket statement all of them. And then the Republicans see through that and say... Well, I mean, if you're going to let all the fucking immigrants in, then we're, we're having open borders. We didn't say that. But what are you saying then? If you're saying every immigrant is an asylum seeker, I'm not saying that either. Then what are you saying? I'm just saying some of the immigrants. Okay, which ones? And let's just have asylum be asylum and illegal immigrants be illegal immigrants. But you still have the, the process of fucking people coming over with their families across the border illegally. So you create this weird situation where we have to, like, separate them. So what do you want to do? Abolish that? So now the fucking prisoners are with... Now you have kids in cages. That's what you just created. Maybe visitation rights. I don't know. What do you do with criminals who bring their kids? You know, because that's what you are. When you do something illegal, you're a criminal. Right? No, they're not criminals. They're just families trying to get over, you know. That's like saying... I'm not a criminal. I'm just stealing money for my family. You know, I mean, what? What? Hey, man, I I don't know why I'm thinking about it because it's not nothing to do. But I, I'm just trying to paint a picture for you guys. I mean, like when you hear somebody saying, "Oh yeah, they they're fucking seeking asylum," they're not having an honest. They're not being genuine. They're just not at all. They're they're saying something like. 
these illegal immigrants, and they're not even calling them that, they're immigrants. You know, but they crossed illegally. Yeah, I, I think that that's why these Democrats are so weak when they go against Trump. And that's why we're going to have another Trump 2020. Because all the Democrats have little flaws within their statements. And they know it, but they don't know how to address it. They, because it's a complicated. And the people they're trying to appeal to are mostly stupid. I, I really do think that. Because here you are, you just going with your feelings. And that's cool. I guess that works. You're like, oh, immigrants should go across. Of course they should, right? What about the bad ones? Well, they shouldn't go. So now you're saying immigrants can't come over? Well, let the good ones in and let the bad ones in. Ah, keep them out. But how do you determine that? Well, through a processing center. Oh, now you're for borders? Now you're for walls? No, I'm not for walls, but they're coming across illegally. How are you going to keep the bad out? There's no answer there. When you when you go through like some kind of a logic train, you, you you can't you can't finish because and that's why their argument's weak and that's why you have a strong Republican racist guy and maybe he's racist, maybe he's not. He probably is, but I mean he he has a strong stance and his stance kind of punches through weakness. And here's the weak ass Democrats coming out and they're saying, hey. Let's just do that. Of course, sunshine and rainbows. Let's just fucking have him because that's how it is, right? If you're an adult, you know that life is fucking hard and you have to make hard choices. You can't always have, you know, let's go to Disneyland every day, but let's go once every five years or something like that. You can't say, let's eat out every day. Let's eat out one once a week. You know, it does sound shitty, right? We're always eating the same foods so we can save up to eat out, bitch. No, <laughs> you don't tell your kids that. But sometimes you can't just always be nice to your kids. You got to be mean. Don't go into the freeway. I don't think if you say nicely, hey, bud, don't go in the freeway, you might die. Children don't listen to that. They listen to uh, very stern talking. And when you have a group of people who don't want to be an individual, meaning they don't want to think for themselves, they just want to lock together with other people's ideas and then just start yelling then yeah you're a bit of a child <coughs> and that's what the democrats are appealing to but your children people who are just yelling at protesting and saying hey rather than discussing things logically concisely you know calmly just let's talk about it let's go through logic trains i mean like let's get rid of all guns so grandma nunu she can't have no gun you know, she can't defend herself physically, but she can shoot a motherfucker. So she can't have a gun? How about a normal guy? How about Chad? Normal Chad. Nine to five job, working at the Wendy's. Someone breaks into his house. He doesn't have the right to defend himself. I get it. There's some people that get guns and you shoot up schools. That sucks. But it gets to be a thing where get rid of guns or keep guns. And then because of that... Because you say get rid of guns, the Republicans get polarized and and go into a stupid way. They're like tan they're like children too. They go into tantrums. In fact, they should be more guns. It's like you shouldn't eat sugar. Republicans would then say we need to eat more sugar. Not all Republicans. I, I, I'm I'm using generalization. Not everyone's a child, and not everyone's throwing tantrums, but they do polarize each other. 
And um, if the Democrats can't learn how to simplify what they're saying to create strong logic trains, then they're always going to lose. Always. Like, you can't just say blanketly, hey, yeah, everyone deserves uh, 15 bucks an hour plus. You know, you can't just say that. So if I hire a fucking guy just to pour water, he should get 15 bucks an hour. A dollar an hour? No, that's stupid. And I, I get it does you know what it, it is true though. If you let a corporation get out of control, they're gonna they're gonna fucking they're gonna create slaves. That's what they do. <coughs> and then they justify it by your life is better than it was before because you get to eat out once a week. <laughs> I mean it's true, it's true, it's true. It's like corporations justify themselves just like a, a lady passing by homeless people be saying, I'm doing a better good because they can do this. You know? Meanwhile, they're flying, flying fucking helicopters everywhere and shit like that, you know? And then it gets weird. You're like, how do you... It's weird, too, because you got 99% of the people aren't rich. And they're fighting for that 1% to be rich, for that chance to be rich, to be better than the others. It does make a kind of sense that you would want the 99% to have a pretty good life, you know, because not everyone could be 1%. <laughs> so you, you'd want everyone to have kind of like a house. You, you kind of want them to live. There's not that many places, though. There is. What am I saying? It should be like... If you can't rent out a place within a certain amount of time, you gotta lower the rent. I don't know. I'm not the one to figure these things out. But uh, corporations do good out of hand, but forcing them to do minimum wage isn't the way. You can't have all the immigrants come in through the borders if you want to try to keep the bad ones out. The Democrats, they have a weak argument on most things. They just, like, turned it into a race thing. Yeah, 2020 is a weird thing because this, for, for the presidency, it seems to be, instead of um, policies and, you know, intelligence and intelligent conversations, it's more about virtue signaling. Like, you're more racist than me. You did this. You did that. I know we agree on the exact same thing, but you did this racist thing. But wait a minute, I do a racist thing. I did this because it's bad in the long run. No, it's racist. <laughs> that that's that's where we stand right now. It's like say say there's buses that move um, poor people to a, a better school, but in reality they're just moving poor people out of their own communities and uh it's a, it's a way of trying to create a better community by not having poor people in there. So if you say, hey, I, I want to stop these buses from moving all these poor people. You don't want poor people to have buses? You're fucking racist. No, 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 no. You're trying to move them out of their homes. Now you're racist because you moved them out of their houses. Or no, you didn't give them buses. You know, you, 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 you focused in on one aspect of what someone was saying creating the narrative of what you wanted and that's what we have here in our presidency of 2020 and that's why Trump's going to destroy them he just is
because he's not talking about but he's he's not lost in this whole stupidity of racism and things like that you call him a racist or whatever he's still moving forward he goes yeah but you're still poor so i'm trying not to make you poor now this isn't a true thing it's not a false thing it's not like he's gonna be president and everything's all better or worse it's literally just the same thing except instead of him placating to oh he's not racist i'm not sexist i'm not homophobic he's not he's not playing those games he's talking about policies and shit and while he's talking about policies you guys are talking about how he's racist <laughs> and like to the common person who wants a good life for themselves they're not really worried about the rhetoric of oh he's so racist but he's cutting my taxes <laughs> you know or but that lady who says he's right who's saying that the other guy's racist is cutting my tax or not cutting my raising my taxes creating more debt shit like that you know like that that's what that's what we're having here and most people are gonna be like ah who vote i don't know i, I even that's wrong it's mostly you got the same states are always gonna vote the same way but you got these certain states if he just placates to them these swing states as it were and they're not that many of them they, yeah it's not hard to sway a, a small group of people that's why i i do i am anti-electoral college and the people who argue for this i swear are just trying to because the left says one thing because trump won they they the right has to in response argue against it and that just shows you the viper on the viper so you got one snake the democrats and then you got another snake called the republicans and they're fucking fighting against this electoral college for no fucking reason at all they're saying mississippi won't have a voice oh yeah they do because their vote matters if you vote if 100 percent people vote so it's like my vote is my vote so this guy had 350 million votes or well how many ever say there's only like 75 million or 150 people that are adults that vote whoever 150 million whatever all the adults whoever got the most of those fucking adult votes wins not of of the state and then what does it fucking matter i guess they, they win the state right there's like 10 people in one state and you got 50 people in another state you know their voice i guess does not matter but why does it got to be per state? Why can't it just be number for number? You know, you have 500 million votes. You have 20 million votes. This guy got 15 votes, you know. Why can't a vote be for a vote? And that's why I don't think we should have electoral college. The guy in Mississippi has access to the same fucking information that I do. And if he doesn't, we could remedy that easily. You know, it's 2019. But yeah, the Republicans fight against this whole thing this whole concept only because the left wants another way they, they're dumb too they're, they want the same they push the stupidity of what it has to be only the state of california you want to just have their votes count for just that it's not no electoral college it's just all of us and then boom that's it it should be one vote for one vote you know and that's it and then how many people were voting and that's how many instead of districts of states just should be how many people voted for this guy how many voted for that guy or girl or transgender whoever that's how it should be 
that's what we should be fighting for but the vipers they they want to keep it confusing and say yeah 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 we'll just have the states they'll vote like it's been and then democrats will well the states will still vote but it'll just be people instead of you know electoral votes ah whatever i don't even understand the voting system myself planet fitness all right that's enough of this i'm done i'm done talking yo you fucks this is car thoughts with thoughts and cars i'm gonna have to change my whole podcast to car fucking thoughts because that's all i ever fucking do fuck 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 you fuck so i didn't even know if i wanted to say anything because you gotta you gotta feel these moments of creativity uh and then push them out you know into words it wasn't fully formed so it's like a premature baby but that's okay right let me throw some thoughts out. So I was listening to this podcast. I really should have fucking Googled this lady's name. Uh, it, it was um, one of the presidential candidates. Uh, it's around July-ish. I only try to be vague in the month. July-ish, 2019-ish. Because like, when I do spit out a podcast, it will be out of context if I say, yeah, it's this date. But it is July as of now. This podcast will be going out in July. Uh, and it's 2019. So one of the um, Democratic parties... Uh, this is the thought process I wanted to go through. Uh, the One of the Democrats that are going for president in 2020 is this one lady. I should have Googled her fucking name before fucking making the thought. That's why this is a premature baby kind of thing. She, uh, she, I guess she's an entrepreneur. Among, like, there's a lot of entrepreneurs nowadays that are trying to be president. And she, uh, she is into crystals and shit and, you know, spirituality and love and all that stuff. Is, is what she, which her, her thing is. And, um, fuck. I'm gonna pause this just because this is gonna burn my fucking head. Alright, I checked it out. William, Will, it's Mariusson Williamson. That lady. I think I fucked her name up again. Whatever. She's an entrepreneur deep into crystals and love and spirituality. And I just listened to her podcast, or not her podcast, but her talk to Dave Rubin, which I applaud that guy for holding so much uh, back because she does clash hardcore politically with Dave Rubin in, in a sense. You know, um, she's big into reparations. And what that means is you go, well, it's one thing they kind of hammer down. It's not like that's her big platform, but she's like ultra Democrat. She's into this thing called reparations. What that is, is, um, so slavery happened in, you know, in America and we, we built a nation off of it, you could say. And, um, because of slavery, we should pay back people who we deem are i guess descendants of slaves and then uh give them in some kind of uh program this uh like just a just a payment plan which you know what i mean like that's pretty intense maybe instead of reparations like you could have reparations in the sense of like college degrees or something like that but she she likens it to giving um a person land like 40 acres and a mule which that's a lot of money like giving one person 40 acres land and a mule 
translates to a lot of land, you know, depending on where it is. And back in the day, this was a thing that was supposed was proposed, and um, you know, sins of the past have come back, that kind of thing. Let me think about this, chew about this. So I'm half Filipino, and I'm a white guy, you know, half white. My dad, as all white people usually do, says, I'm this, I'm that, I'm a whatever, you know. They, so white people can't really particularly call themselves white, you know. I, my, my thought process is, if you're white, you came from America, you're white. You know, it doesn't matter where the fuck you want to say your ancestors were, you know. If, if you are white, you know, you're white. That's, that's how I see it. And if you're Filipino, you're Filipino. You don't see Filipinos going back into some timeline and just saying, oh yeah, I was like this, I was Spaniards and shit like that. They'll just say Filipino. Mexicans too. White people are the only ones I know that to say they're descended from a bunch of other stuff. As opposed to saying they're white. You know, that's how I say it. I just say I'm white, Filipino. Done. And I have to now pay taxes for something I didn't do. But somehow I profited from from this. I I, I just uh, that's a tough sell, right? You got half of me should pay, maybe. You know, I don't know. I I don't know about that. You know, like how far are we going with this? You know, a bunch of people took slaves, and then that shit was done, and then many many generations later, you know, you're born. Hmm. I paying for the sins of the past. You know, and then like we make this determination that the past only happened about 500 years ago. It's a sticky subject, right? You're like, you don't want to say that slavery was like a good thing. And you don't want to say slavery was a necessity. You don't want to say slavery isn't, I don't know. I think what is in the past is in the past. Paying for something that's in the past many generations, I don't think it's something we should do. You know, in America, we should create a system of, like, getting a better life. Yes. But paying, like, picking a select group of people because they look a certain color and saying, yeah, your ancestors were this. How? Who's to say my ancestors aren't black, you know? Like, you go, you go forward in many, many generations, you never know, you know? Well, maybe I could. Maybe I could take a genetic test. And maybe there's like 1% of black in me or something like that. Am I then entitled to reparations? And then does, does it become a thing in which it's a percentage thing? Well, I'm more of a victim than you are. Meaning, I have more oppression in me than you. You know, that kind of thing. I think you get lost in the weeds when you start thinking like that. You're picking out a select group of people... Just so I feel like this is more of a voting thing than anything. I don't, I don't, I don't think that you necessarily give a shit about a group of people. I think you should instead work to make make it as uh, uh, everyone to succeed. That's what give them an opportunity, not a select group. You know, don't you want an entire group of people to succeed? Because if if you make the argument that oh, well this group should succeed because they were oppressed and that's okay. So on your logic train, that's it. But then you have people that say we shouldn't have minimum wage because if I went to college and I make 20 bucks, 
and your minimum wage is raised to 20 bucks, then you negate my college. So therefore we should never, you know, give people, you know, a higher, you know, raise, you know, you get when you start arguing about whose oppression is more stronger, I guess slavery wins, right? That doesn't feel like it. I mean, I guess, I guess on paper, yes, slavery is the worst, right? So maybe America should pay for that debt. America as a group. Man, that's a tough sell, though. Saying, see, I got lost in the weeds just trying to think of it in a logical way. You know, because, like, it does sound good on paper, doesn't it? Meaning, yeah, slavery is bad. And slaves should be paid back. But they're long gone. And now you have the people now. Now you're just paying for an atrocity that happened many hundreds of years ago. And is that right? Should you pay for an atrocity that happened hundreds and hundreds of years ago? Huh. My gut tells me no. I'm trying to think of it logically. Well, it was bad. I think like all things in the past, you should just learn from it. You know? Don't do slavery again. And if you do do some kind of injustice, maybe you should uh, pay pay it within your time. And if not, that sucks. <laughs> That's what I think. I don't think I don't think a person should pay reparations. I really don't. I really think that. And she says no, people aren't going to pay a tax. She she alluded to like maybe cutting expenditures, but you don't know. She's very vague. That's how people are when they're just trying to get certain votes and demographics rather than having a plan. We went to war for this amount of money. We got the money. Uh, so you're saying you need to cut the military? I don't know. You didn't really specify. You just kind of vaguely talked about it. <sighs> yeah, that's what politicians do. I think that if a politician is vaguely talking over terms then they're just trying to get that demographic of people to vote for them. Which that sucks, because that kind of works, doesn't it? An individual, I would hope, would see through that, but those people kind of glop together in their own mentalities. They like the narrative that they hear. And that's a sad thing, to like the narrative that you hear. Especially when you have like women in, uh, in their uh, wage gap and things like that. It just sounds pretty to say, and that sucks, it sounds pretty to say, yeah, women make less than men, but break that number down. Do they? You know, like, I mean, if in minimum wage, so in minimum wage, all the people making minimum wage, they're paying men more. So all the police and all the firemen and all the government officials who have like some kind of a socialistic way of being paid because they have pay brackets, they're paying men more. Let's make another argument. So they're promoting women more? I mean, men more? I don't know. I, don't, I like to see those numbers. Are they are they promoting more of a demographic than the other? I don't know. Uh, I mean, like, where are they getting these numbers? Like, how many how many garbage men are there? You know? Like, they make good money. How many garbage men are, 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 are women? How much overtime are women taking? How much time is a woman who ha who's pregnant takes time off. I mean, that those are just like the mechanics of life, you know? And, and if that needs to be adjusted, you know, pay women more because they get pregnant, I mean, that is a pretty intense thing, right? I mean, like, a guy can't create life. He can't just, like, birth life. I mean, he contributes, yeah. He gets that little part, 
And then the women is the one who, who nurtures and carries and things like that. And then uh, grows the kid, you know. Creates an environment inside their own bodies to nurture this, uh, this precious thing called life. That we once at one time thought was precious. I don't, I don't think that's a narrative nowadays. Now it seems to be more about people getting theirs. And then through manipulation trying to uh, get people to vote for them in a certain way. That's how I see things nowadays. I mean, like, I don't think this lady really gives a shit about anybody other than herself and the people around her, probably. Like most people, I think. I don't think she passes by a homeless person and says, you know what, I gotta give this person money. She probably uh, does some kind of mental jujitsu and says, you know what, I'm helping this homeless person by being a better politician. Maybe. Or I'm help. I mean, that's what most people do, right? They reason why they don't they pass by homeless people and why they don't give them money, you know, why they don't help their own communities. And what is a community? We don't even know anymore. We don't have any kind of community at all. Half the fucking people in America don't even know their own neighbors, you know. I don't. Okay, I I do know my neighbors, but I mean like as in, you know, like do really a lot of people know their neighbors? The the who they are. People barely know themselves. They think, oh yeah. In a situation like survival, I will totally make it. Probably not. Or totally in this situation, if I saw a guy hitting a girl, I'm totally going to stop that. Probably not. You know? Not many people know who they are until those situations arise. And if you think you know who you are, you probably don't. Because a person who says, yeah, I know who I am. Eh, do you? Do you really? Have you been tested? Most people have been tested in life. They know who they are, but they're still learning. Really, that's that's really what you want to strive to be, a person who's, like, learning who they are and shit like that. Man, I really got lost. So she was talking about reparations. She had a real bleeding heart for a lot of people. Uh, immigration, that was a big one. This is the, really the meat of the matter that I wanted to get to. Uh, she talked about, you know, how Trump's a shitbag, and I'm paraphrasing, and how he's closing borders, funneling them into certain spots, and it's making it harder for people to get into the country. And then Dave Rubin, he, I guess through frustration, he went heavy-handed and pushed her into a narrative and said, you just want open borders, or Democrats just want open borders, you know? And I don't, I don't even think that's a thing. I think in, and he, then he, he backed down and said, he alluded to, yeah, yeah, I mean, you guys don't say it, but that's ultimately what you want. And that, there's, there's some food to eat here on that, some food for thought. Think about it. You have people coming across the border, and most Democrats, they, 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 they don't come <clears throat> all the way with their thoughts. They, they're like children almost, because like, like I just want sugar. Okay, here's a candy. I just want more sugar. Okay, here's more candy. I just want more sugar. Here, now I got a diabetic. We didn't think about it. We didn't think too far ahead. They say, so they got these, um, this thing that's happening now that's been happening since 97. Uh, but for some reason, because it's Trump, it's the biggest fucking thing on earth. Is you got, you got immigrants um, in these attention facilities or something like that. It's like a jail. Right, so if you cross over the border illegally, not at the port of entry, but an illegal crossing, meaning through the 
through the fences or through the dirt where you're not supposed to go and not a port of entry and the reason why you have a port of entry is so that they can process you and and you know what your reasoning for coming here and pretty much to fish out who you are and if you're good for the country or not you know i mean it's it's basically a, a screening process you need that you kind of need that and if people are just kind of coming across then you have no understanding of who this person is they could be bad they'd be good they could be in the middle or whatever right and um Say you cross illegally, so you're, you know, a group of people, a family, and you have two kids, and you crossed illegally, like not the port of entry, but illegally. Then you, the, the, the adult who took the kids here, you committed a crime. It's illegal. And then you, you go to a detention facility. Uh, uh, and then what do they have to do with the kid? Now, the kid in 97... Clinton's like, hey, look, we can't have kids go to jail with these criminals. Like, if you, if you, um, if you, if you do something illegal, you, you could be, you know, punished or whatever. But we, we can't necessarily have kids being punished. So they put these kids in some kind of attention facility, which is kind of like a supposed daycare or whatever the fuck, right? And, and, that can that can go that can get a little bit squirrely onto itself, but that's what's going on. And people are like, "Oh, you're separating the parents from their kids," uh, and it's the biggest fucking thing on earth that's been happening for like 20 fucking years. But the worst thing ever now, and that's that's the narrative that's being painted. It's like, how dare you separate these kids from the family? Which is bad. I agree. I, I don't like the kids. With I I want when it first happened, I didn't know that this has been happening for 20 years. But uh, I thought, man, you could go to my earlier podcast when I found out. I was like, this is fucking crazy. You can't have parents separated from the uh, kids. But I guess that's the thing that's been happening. Like, if I was stealing or selling drugs, my, my kid's not going to go into jail with me. In jail, my kid's going to go to, a, like, an a adoption facility or something like that. And then, oh, the humanity. How dare they separate me from my kid? I think what's happening is the narrative of immigration onto itself. It's it's not so much as the story of of a family working hard, you know, going going through the desert to try to, you know, make a better life for themselves. It's more of a you, you committed an illegal crime, you know, by taking and then you brought your kids into it too. You crossed the desert just so that they can have a chance of a better life. But instead of going through the port of entry, you went through an illegal area, which you're not supposed to do. It's tough, right? If you paint the narrative, it's a family just trying to work hard. That's, that's you know, why, why don't we then? I mean, why don't we help these people? I don't know. I think what hap needs to happen is that the, the Democrats and the Republicans or a new form of government needs to arise where you just like, process these people a little bit faster i mean how hard is it to be like oh you're a family you got some kids all right you look legit <laughs> or ah you're a gangster you stole this kid and then you're running across and what would be the harm of having an open border i don't get that like we should what we should do is hammer down the laws that we have now and make it harder for illegals uh, to get, you know, 
any kind of benefits like they have to process themselves into a, a, a facility and then you know then they can get you know benefits or whatever or work a job I think that's what really we should do how do you police the borders really I mean can you build a wall huh I guess, I guess if you did build a wall, you could police the borders a little bit better so they could only go through the port of entry. So you're just trying to like focus on the entry points, but they can take planes though, right? But then again, if you're taking a plane, you're still being processed at a port of entry, right? That's tough. I think you get lost in the weeds thinking about immigration. I think what needs to happen is a truthful conversation. If you're seeking asylum, that's one thing. I get that. But are all the people that are coming here illegally seeking asylum? Or are they just crossing the border illegally from Mexico? I mean, there's no real honest conversation. It because it, it just gets Yeah, you know what I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing the plans within plans here. So it is as I'm talking about it, it's very complicated. It's a real complicated issue, you know? You have illegal immigrants, and that's a thing. And you have asylum seekers. That's a thing. And then you, and you have um, legal immigrants. And that's a thing. And because we don't want to separate the three, we, we get caught up in this whole... It's just easier to tell the American people these people are seeking asylum and they have rights. And then just blanket statement, all of them. And then the Republicans see through that and say... Well, I mean, if you're going to let all the fucking immigrants in, then we're, we're having open borders. We didn't say that. But what are you saying then? If you're saying every immigrant is an asylum seeker, I'm not saying that either. Then what are you saying? I'm just saying some of the immigrants. Okay, which ones? And let's just have asylum be asylum and illegal immigrants be illegal immigrants. But you still have the, the process of fucking people coming over with their families across the border illegally. So you create this weird situation where we have to, like, separate them. So what do you want to do? Abolish that? So now the fucking prisoners are with... Now you have kids in cages. That's what you just created. Maybe visitation rights. <laughs> I don't know. What do you do with criminals who bring their kids? You know, because that's what you are. When you do something illegal, you're a criminal. Right? No, they're not criminals. They're just families trying to get over, you know. That's like saying... I'm not a criminal. I'm just stealing money for my family. You know, I mean, what? Hey, man, I I don't know why I'm thinking about it because it's not nothing to do. But I, I'm just trying to paint a picture for you guys. I mean, like when you hear somebody saying, "Oh yeah, they they're fucking seeking asylum," they're not having an honest. They're not being genuine. They're just not at all. They're they're saying something like these illegal immigrants. And they're not even calling them that. They're immigrants. You know, but they crossed illegally. Yeah, I, I think that that's why these Democrats are so weak when they go against Trump. And that's why we're going to have another Trump 2020. Because all the Democrats have little flaws within their statements. And they know it, but they don't know how to address it. They Because it's a complicated. And the people they're trying to appeal to are mostly stupid. I, I really do think that. Because... Here you are, you just going with your feelings, and that's cool. I guess that works. You're like, oh, immigrants should go across. Of course they should, right? What about the bad ones? Well, they shouldn't go. So now you're saying immigrants can't come over? Well, let the good ones in and let the bad ones in. Ah, let's keep them out. But how do you determine that? 
well through a processing center oh now you're for borders now you're for walls no i'm not for walls but they're coming across illegally how are you going to keep the bat out there's no answer there when you when you go through like some kind of a logic train you you, you can't you can't finish because and that's why their argument's weak and that's why you have a strong republican racist guy and maybe he's racist maybe he's not he probably is but i mean he has a strong stance and his stance kind of punches through weakness and here's the weak ass democrats coming out and they're saying hey let's just do that of course sunshine and rainbows let's just fucking have him because that's how it is right if you're an adult you know that life is fucking hard and you have to make hard choices you can't always have you know, let's go to Disneyland every day, but let's go once every five years or something like that. You can't say, let's eat out every day. Let's eat out one once a week. You know, it does sound shitty, right? We're always eating the same foods so we can save up to eat out, bitch. No, <laughs> don't tell your kids that. But sometimes you can't just always be nice to your kids. You gotta be mean. Don't go into the freeway. I don't think if you say nicely, Hey, bud, don't go on the freeway. You might die. Children don't listen to that. They listen to uh, very stern talking. And when you have a group of people who don't want to be an individual, meaning they don't want to think for themselves, they just want to clock together with other people's ideas and then just start yelling, then, yeah, you're a bit of a child. <coughs> and that's what the Democrats are appealing to. But your children. People were just yelling at, protesting, and saying, hey, rather than discussing things logically, concisely, you know, calmly, just let's talk about it. Let's go through logic trains. I mean, like, let's get rid of all guns. So Grandma Nunu, she can't have no gun? You know, she can't defend herself physically, but she can shoot a motherfucker. So she can't have a gun? How about normal guy? How about Chad? Normal Chad? Nine to five job working at the Wendy's. Someone breaks into his house. He doesn't have the right to defend himself. I get it. There's some people that get guns and you shoot up schools. That sucks. But it gets to be a thing where get rid of guns or keep guns. And then because of that, because you say get rid of guns, the Republicans get polarized and and go into a stupid way. They're like tan they're like children too. They go into tantrums. In fact, they should be more guns. It's like, you shouldn't eat sugar. Republicans would then say, we need to eat more sugar. Not all Republicans. I, I, I'm, I'm using generalization. Not everyone's a child. and Not everyone's throwing tantrums. But they do polarize each other. You know? And um, if the Democrats can't learn how to simplify what they're saying to create strong logic trains, then they're always going to lose. Always. Like, you can't just say blanketly, hey, yeah, everyone deserves uh, 15 bucks an hour plus, you know? You can't say that. So if I hire a fucking guy just to pour water, he should get 15 bucks an, a dollar, an hour? No, that's stupid. And I, I get, it does, you know what, it, it is true though, if you let a corporation get out of control, they're going to they're going to fucking... They're going to create slaves. That's what they do. <laughs> and then they justify it by... Your life is better than it was before... Because you get to eat out once a week. 
<laughs> I mean, it's true. It's true. It's true. It's like corporations justify themselves just like a, a lady passing by homeless people be saying, I'm doing a better good because they can do this. You know? Meanwhile, they're flying, flying fucking helicopters everywhere and shit like that, you know? And then it gets weird. You're like, how do you... It's weird, too, because you got 99% of the people aren't rich. And they're fighting for that 1% to be rich, for that chance to be rich, to be better than the others. It does make a kind of sense that you would want the 99% to have a pretty good life, you know, because not everyone could be 1%. So you, you'd want everyone to have kind of like a house. You, you kind of want them to live. There's not that many places though. There is. What am I saying? It should be like, if you can't rent out a place within a certain amount of time, you got to lower the rent. I don't know. I'm not the one to figure these things out. But uh, corporations do good out of hand. But forcing them to do minimum wage isn't the way. You can't have all the immigrants come in through the borders if you want to try to keep the bad ones out. The Democrats, they have a weak argument on most things. They just, like, turned it into a race thing. Yeah, 2020 is a weird thing because this for, for the presidency, it seems to be, instead of um, policies and, you know, intelligence and intelligent conversations, it's more about virtue signaling like you're more racist than me you did this you did that i know we agree on the exact same thing but you did this racist thing but wait a minute i do a racist thing i did this because it's bad in the long run no it's racist that that's that's where we stand right now it's like say say there's buses that move um poor people to a, a better school but in reality they're just moving poor people out of their own communities and uh, it's, a, it's a way of trying to create a better community by not having poor people in there so if you say hey I, I want to stop these buses from moving all these poor people you don't want poor people to have buses you're fucking racist no no no, no. you're trying to move them out of their homes now you're racist because you moved them out of their houses. Or no, you didn't give them buses. You know, you, 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 you focused in on one aspect of what someone was saying, creating the narrative of what you wanted. And that's what we have here in our presidency of 2020. And that's why Trump's going to destroy them. He just is. Because he's not talking about... He's, he's not lost in this whole stupidity of racism and things like that. You call him a racist or whatever. He's still moving forward. He goes, yeah, but you're still poor. So I'm trying not to make you poor. Now, this isn't a true thing. It's not a false thing. It's not like he's going to be president and everything's all better or worse. It's literally just the same thing. Except instead of him placating to, oh, I'm not racist, I'm not sexist, I'm not homophobic. He's not, he's not playing those games. He's talking about policies and shit. And while he's talking about policies, you guys are talking about how he's racist. And like to the common person who wants a good life for themselves, 
they're not really worried about the rhetoric of, oh, he's so racist, but he's cutting my taxes. <laughs> you know, or, but that lady who says he's racist, Who's saying that the other guy's racist is cutting my tax or not cutting my raising my taxes, creating more debt, shit like that. You know, like that that's what that's what we're having here. And most people are gonna be like, ah, who vote? I don't know. I, I even that's wrong. It's mostly you got the same states are always gonna vote the same way, but you got these certain states, if he just placates to them, these swing states as it were. And they're not that many of them. They, yeah, it's not hard to sway a, a small group of people. That's why I, I do. I am anti-electoral college. And the people who argue for this, I swear, are just trying to because the left says one thing because Trump won. They they the right has to in response argue against it, and that just shows you the viper on the viper. So you got one snake, the Democrats, and then you got another snake called. The Republicans. And they're fucking fighting against this electoral college for no fucking reason at all. They're saying Mississippi won't have a voice. Oh yeah, they do. Because their vote matters. If you vote, if 100% people vote, so it's like my vote is my vote. So this guy had 350 million votes or well, how many ever, say there's only like 75 million or 150 people that are adults that vote. Whoever. 150 million, whatever. All the adults. Whoever got the most of those fucking adult votes wins. Not of of the state. <laughs> and then what does it fucking matter? Like, I guess they, they win the state, right? There's like 10 people in one state. And you got 50 people in another state. You know, their voice, I guess, does not matter. But why does it got to be per state? Why can't it just be number for number? You know, you have 500 million votes. You have... 20 million votes, this guy got 15 votes, you know? Why can't a vote be for a vote? And that's why I don't think we should have electoral college. The guy in Mississippi has access to the same fucking information that I do, and if he doesn't, we could remedy that easily. You know, it's 2019. But yeah, the Republicans fight against this whole this whole concept, only because the left wants another way. They, they're dumb, too. They're, they want the same... They push the stupidity of what it has to be only the state of California. You want to just have their votes count for just that. It's not no electoral college. It's just all of us and then boom, that's it. It should be one vote for one vote, you know, and that's it. And then how many people are voting and that's how many. Instead of districts of states, it just should be how many people voted for this guy, how many voted for that guy or girl or transgender, whoever. That's how it should be. That's what we should be fighting for. But the Vipers, they, they want to keep it confusing and say, yeah, 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 we'll just have the states. They'll vote like it's been. And then Democrats will, well, the states will still vote, but it'll just be people instead of, you know, electoral votes. Ah, whatever. I don't even understand the voting system myself. Planet Fitness. All right, that's enough of this. I'm done. I'm done talking. Well, I hope you enjoyed all that. Sorry about my Star Trek rant in the beginning, but fuck. Needed to be said, yo. And all that immigration nonsense. You needed to know that. <laughs> in reality, what a trip, right? Anyways, as always, 
no matter what people say to you, no matter what reality you're caught in, in, you can always stick to the same mantra as always. Try to be the better person than you were yesterday. Always, right? Doesn't it sound great to try to be better than you were yesterday? Because you won't be. <laughs> I mean, but it's something to strive for. And that's what life is, trying to strive for goals. And it's not about accomplishing it. It's just the, the actual reaching him or trying, you know. Yeah. Well, that's it for podcast for me. Uh, like I said, try to be the better person you were yesterday and always stay frosty. Hey, it's the devil and the devil is free.